everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It may interest you to know. I'm Tony Marcolini, and I have a very special guest here with me today. I've been looking forward to her podcast for quite a while now. Uh, Emily Moore. Welcome, Emily. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm really thrilled to get the opportunity to talk to you. Um, I think because you took an event, um, you know, just just a heartbreaking event, right? And tr- and turned it into uh, sort of a bonding experience with the world, right? I mean, something that you can reach out and you touched other hearts through something that happened to you. Uh, and I guess I wanted to share your story or talk a little bit about your story. So why don't we start uh, from the beginning? I mean, you're, 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 grandmother was one of the first people in North America to pass away from COVID. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that time in your life and, and, you know, what, how that went, what, what, what happened? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, COVID was such a new thing at the time. And I, I remember thinking like, you know, seeing a little bit in the news and thinking, Oh, like this will blow over. It's just, you know, something in the news, whatever. And then, very quickly within a matter of weeks, you know, the whole world was very changed by it. Um, Specifically, in my own experience, I was very changed by it. Um, I was, I barely understood what it even was. And then my grandma was gone. And so that was a very difficult time for me and my family. And I know for so many people in the world who were losing people or had family members that were just getting very, very sick. And it was a lot to grapple with, I think, for everyone, because no one understood what it was. And it was just very overwhelming. So that was a tough time for sure. It's it's somewhat it's a paralyzing time in history, right? I mean, we're all we're all trying to figure out what's going on, and then uh, you know, a lot of people are dying around us. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's fear, uh, panic, uh, and then you learn, you know, that your grandmother has it, and I believe she passed away in the hospital uh, without the family being able to be with her. Yeah, uh, which in and of itself is heartbreaking. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really tough. Like you, you don't get to say those last words to someone you love when when they go and um, you don't get to see them, you don't get to have that moment um, of closure, I guess. And so yeah, it was tough. And then and at some point after she passed, I mean, you're a songwriter uh, by career. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess it spoke to you, right? It was a, it was a moment uh, that you wanted to capture with your art. So how does this come about? Yeah, so um, I was watching the movie up in the time of the pandemic. It, it took a while for me to, I guess, process that she was gone. I had tried writing some songs and, and it was difficult for me. And then I was watching that movie and something just hit me about the... Um, that instrumental that everybody knows that's very emotional and it takes you through this whole montage scene at the beginning of the movie. And I just immediately was thinking like, oh, this would sound incredible with lyrics or I wonder what it would sound like with lyrics on it that meant something, you know, to that scene and then my own story and maybe the story of others. And so um, I sat down to try and write something over it and the lyrics just flew out of me. And I think it was just like something I needed to say and words that needed to come out and it just took a while for me to get there but once they did it just happened and then I decided like I think I need to share this on TikTok this feels like something that people would connect with and sure enough 
they did. <laughs> sure. I mean, the it goes viral, mm -hmm. uh, right? The song goes viral and then uh, other people are sharing, other creators are sharing it. Uh, uh, I, I mean, astronomical numbers of people you're connecting with, you know, for the song. Um, and then you decided to create a video right after that. So tell me about how the video gets started and what the, what, yes. the, what are the steps to get that done? Mm -hmm. So we did actually two different videos. So the first video that we did right when the song was coming out is I had asked my TikTok followers, a lot of the people who were engaging with the song and the posts about the song, um, if they had lost someone in their life to send a photo in of them, and I would love to put them in this music video. And so for that initial music video, um, I collected maybe, I think it was around like 300 something photos of people's loved ones. And I just put them up on a wall in just this blank wall um, and kind of highlighted some individual stories where people had sent really touching stories about their loved ones. Uh, just to kind of create like a, you know, this is, this song is not just my song. This song is for everyone who has lost someone who has connected with this. And like, everyone on TikTok had blown this song up and it didn't feel right to just focus on my own story. It felt like we needed to connect in a deeper way. And so that was the initial video um, that I was able to do, which was so incredible and so moving. I can't, I still can't watch it without crying today. Um, and then just about a year or just under a year later, I decided to do um, a hot air balloon video, which yeah, yeah I go up <laughs> very high in the air. Um, in a green screen balloon and we were able to incorporate some um, people's videos of loved ones that had passed on and so yeah it's just it's incredible that those things were even able to come out of that moment and I feel so lucky to have been able to do those so you're actually up in the air yes I know yeah. it kind of looks it kind of looks fake because it's so incredible but I genuinely was up in the air so so high up in the sky um and it was the most surreal, truly the most surreal moment of my life. I've never experienced anything like it. So, yeah. I got to ask, you afraid of heights? It's super afraid of heights. Like, out of anyone I know, I am more afraid of heights than anyone. So that was already, like, for me, I don't know why I thought I should do that when I have that fear. But I think it was just, like, from the moment that song came out, it felt like something that, I needed to do like it just made sense with the theme of the movie um just being able to be up in the sky in a sense like with my grandma in some type of way um and to do something epic to honor lives that we've lost and it just made sense but I was freaking out the whole time it was a lot of emotions and not just sad ones like actual fear <laughs> <laughs> I think so like I, I I'm you know I'm in a flop sweat at the top, the top of like a ferris wheel you know so I'm thinking <laughs> Yeah, I'm I thinking it had to be, yeah, that had to be quite an experience. I, give us like a little inside track. How's that filmed? I mean, is, is there a balloon flying next to you or what? It was all filmed on a drone. Ah, yeah. that's so pretty cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. So uh, one of my friends, uh, his name is Phil. He, if you watch the kind of behind the scenes of the video, um, he's in there and he is an incredible drone flyer and he pushed that drone to the limits to get it up there with us. And so, yeah, that was incredible in itself that that could be filmed that way, but yeah, it was all on a drone. And then we had a, um, a couple different cameras inside the basket as well. We had a GoPro yeah. above me, we had another phone 
beside me. So getting all the angles from up there. <laughs> so we now, once that was released again, an incredibly popular, you know, video uh, spoke to people. What kind of fan reaction have you gotten? I mean, honestly, it's, it's been so heartwarming and obviously sad uh, and emotional, but it's been really special to hear people's stories and how it's deeply impacted them. Like the reactions have just been a lot of, you know, wow, I feel understood in this video or, you know, this helped me feel less alone or thank you for honoring these lives. Like this makes me think of my loved one that's no longer here. And that's exactly why I wanted to do that. Like I think grief can be so isolating and um, feel so heavy, but it's such a universal feeling. And so to be able to create something where it can kind of create a community in a way uh, where people are in the comments and sharing their stories about their loved ones and connecting on that level or even messaging me and, and we're able to have a little conversation about their loved one. Like it's such an honor to be able to do that. And so that was a lot of the, the response. I think the biggest thing for me was like, I feel like with grief, it's very difficult because you feel like your loved one will be forgotten. You know, the world kind of moves on and that's okay. That's a part of life, but it's really special to be able to share about that person. Like I love talking about my grandma. I know everyone who I've spoken with that has experienced grief and has messaged or reached out during this video release. Like they just love talking about those people because they want to keep their legacy and their, their life alive in some way. And like, this was an opportunity to do that for anyone who has ever felt that way. And so that was the reaction and it's the exact reaction I was hoping for, which is really special. Now your grandma, I know, uh, encouraged you to take, to take piano lessons, I guess, from when you were young. Mm -hmm. Um, so it seems like she, she then encouraged your creative side. Um, how would you feel about being your, your muse in such a way, uh, to, to have accomplished this? I mean, I think, I think she would love this. You know, I've, I've talked with my family about it before, specifically my mom, because it was her mom. And like, she, you know, my mom played piano because of my grandma and, and I played piano because of both of them. But um, my mom has said a lot, like, I, I think she would really love this. And I do think she would. And I think, um, I hope that it would make her feel proud. And, and I hope in some sort of way she hears me or she's feeling that, you know what I mean? And so um, I think she would love it. Well, you, you'd mentioned, I, and I've seen other other interviews, of course, uh, with you, and you've mentioned that your grandmother kind of was a people person, right? She enjoyed talking to people, reaching out to people. I mean, I think what an incredible way to honor that legacy, uh, right? Than to use, you know, her journey, uh, you know, and what happened to her as a way for her to reach out and touch other people who are probably going through similar things. And uh, everybody was touched by COVID in some way. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who didn't lose someone they either, you know, were related to, knew or, uh, you know, were close to uh, from that pandemic. So I would think that, that she would love it, right? From just an outsider's point of view, what a way to honor her legacy, then she she kind of, as she, you know, as she lived, she passed, you know, with that wanting to, to touch other people and, and, you know, connect. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I love to think of it that way. Thank you for saying that. I think, um, yeah, she was a beautiful person and I wanted to honor her the best way that I could and tell her I loved her, even though she's no longer here. And so 
I, I do hope that comes across in, in those videos and yeah. If you could, I mean, I, I, like I said, I've read other interviews where you talk about your, your grandma with, uh, uh, she made the best fudge and the best chicken noodle soup I got, right, uh, from a prior interview. But um, is there, if you could name two things that you admired the most about you, her, what would it be? Hmm. I mean, I love how she was a very, very positive person, very bubbly, always brought a lot of energy to the room. And I think there's something really powerful and special about that. And I do try to be that person as well. Um and she was also just very generous and very thoughtful. And so um, I try to be those things as well, too. And and I love those things about her. And so hopefully I can carry those things with me and through me um, for her since she's no longer here. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about you, though, and as a songwriter. Um, wh where are you going from here? <laughs> are you going to continue to write songs or what? Do you, what's your plan, your career plan now? For sure. Yeah, I've been working on my debut album. So that's in the works right now, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, it's about first heartbreak, first love and first heartbreak, and um, just kind of the experience of um, going through heartbreak for the first time and having it really deeply change you for the rest of your life, kind of, because you haven't experienced that thing before. Um, mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to share that sentiment and talk about that in my first album. And so I've been working really hard on that. So hopefully I can start rolling that out in the next um, little while here. And then I've also been, if you see on my TikTok, um, I'm trying to pull off the ultimate heartbreak concert. So that's something that I'm building together with my fans, um, however long it may take, but uh, trying to fill a stadium of heartbroken people to just like share a really cathartic experience together. So yeah, those are some of the things that I've been working on. I just love making music and I love sharing things that make me emotional with other people. <laughs> other people love to be emotional too. And so just finding that community and connecting on that level. Well, TikTok is, is somewhat, uh, you know, an amazing platform that's come around, uh, right? Because prior, uh, we mean, of course, there's all, the social media has been around for a while, you know, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, I noticed that a lot of the young people have migrated off Facebook with, with the entry of all the older people onto Facebook. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it seems like you were in a chase. Like as the older people chase to the next thing, the younger people find a new platform to skedaddle yeah. off to. But um, I mean, TikTok, of course, is, I guess you could say the hottest new uh, way of uh, the youth connecting. Mm -hmm. Um so tell me about that. I'm getting setting up on TikTok, and or, you know, I mean, you have a lot of fans. I mean, how did that go? Just one day you decided, hey, well, my friends are doing this, I'm gonna do it, or just you know, what what brought you to TikTok, and how did the setup go? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me a little while to hop on TikTok. If I'm being honest, I think I like I just wasn't sure how to do that, how to play that game, what that looked like. Um, and so it took me a little longer than maybe it should have um, for me to get on there. But once I did, I decided, like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to use this to get my music out there to other people and and really, you know, create a community and create a fan base. Um, and so once I really, like, dove into it, that's when things started moving for me on there. And honestly, like, it's such an important thing for artists in this day and age. I know it's really challenging um, to get things 
going on there. However, like it's such a great tool and, and to not use it would be foolish in my opinion. And so I kind of switched that mentality of like, okay, this is an opportunity for me, not like a hindrance. Let me get on here and be really trying my stuff on here. And so, um, I mean, I just started posting all different types of things. And then the first thing that really took off for me was up in the sky, which was remarkable in itself. And so once that took off, that really built a big community from there. And then um, I've had a few other viral moments with, um, I wrote over a Beethoven song. Um, I wrote over the Finding Nemo soundtrack. And so people really like that. And then now, yeah, I've been trying out my album, but um, it's just a really great place to connect. And it's such an opportunity to be able to get your music out there to potentially millions of people at the push of a button and one video, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, it's been really special for me personally. And like, I'm very, very grateful for being able to use the app. Isn't that, isn't that a really beautiful thing that your grandmother kind of, uh, you know, escorted you into that next phase really i mean because you said that was kind of the 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 point with which you push off you know to to go to the to the viral tiktok star you are now mm -hmm. um that, that's but that's kind of the starting point that pushes you you know up into that next level uh i, I have to believe that you know she's smiling down like that she was up there helping things along yeah <laughs> pushing the buttons <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I have to believe that <laughs> um, so now new music is coming out. You said within the next what a year, six months. What's our what's our time frame? <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, right now, just because I'm in the uh, finishing stages of this project, I've just been testing some songs on TikTok and seeing what people love. I think it's really important to me um, with my fans to give them, you know, what they're looking for and what they would hope for from me. And so I've just been trying out different songs and seeing what people love, and then um hopefully in the next little while i'll decide what to put out next so yeah i'm definitely hoping for um within the next six months to get something out i might do a christmas song we'll see i've been working on some stuff so um yeah hopefully sooner than later we get another release going now can you give us any indication of how people can get to your music at this point you know is it just tiktok is there a way to download your your you know your, the music that's out there already yeah, yeah, I have lots of music, original music out on um, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, pretty much wherever you listen to music, you'll be able to find mine. So if you just search my name, all of it's there. Um, I have in my first year of releasing music, I put out, I think, 10 or 12 songs and then and then it came around to Up in the Sky and I put a couple out this year. So there's lots there for you to dive into um, on any platform. And then the bigger music video ideas are on YouTube. So, yeah. I have to just ask you, because I'd like to focus on creativity uh, on the podcast. What does a creative process look like for you? Uh, I mean, do you get your ideas just from, let's say, personal life experiences? You know, you have the Walgreens online, like while observing something and it clicks for you. Um, or, you know, how does that work? Where, where does your creativity, how does it start? And then, you know, how do you get a, a song done? For sure. Yeah. I mean, in terms of um, getting song ideas going, I love to speak on personal experience. I think that's where the best songs come from when you really have something to say that meant something to you. And so I always try to speak from my own personal um, experiences. But in terms of my, obviously, with Up in the Sky, that was about my grandma. 
as for my other music um, that's about heartbreak, it's just my experiences um, mm -hmm. going through relationships and heartbreak and having a broken heart and stuff like that. So most of the time, my ideas will kind of just come to me when I'm about my day and I think of or am reminded of like a memory of something that happened in the past. Um, my notes app on my phone is full of little things of like, I remember what that person said to me or what happened in that situation or something poetic about an experience. And I'll just kind of usually start there and then let things unfold. And then in terms of like actually getting the song done, I'll work with, I have one main producer that I work with and we'll usually start songs out with just kind of, um, he'll get a track going or he'll do, you know, a certain guitar line. Sometimes I'll start on the piano, uh, whatever it may be. And then we kind of build things out from there, but yeah, that's kind of how it begins. And then you see where, where it takes you. <laughs> well, you, you knew, you knew, album is going to be focusing it's your debut album even though there's some other original music out there and it's mm -hmm. focusing on heartbreak are you thinking about doing some live concerts off of tiktok where people could actually come see you perform mm -hmm. yeah i actually did a and lot maybe touring of is promoting the album right for sure yeah i i did a lot of live performances last year and the year before and then this year, I kind of took a bit more of a break just to get the album going and, and spend my time in that sense. So I'm hoping next year to get a lot of shows going. And I mean, a tour, absolutely, I would love to tour, um, just depending on where things are at and, and what that looks like. But I love playing local shows in LA. It's really fun. I do want to go. I'm from Vancouver, Canada originally. So I do want to go back home and do some shows because there's lots of people and family there that would love to to be a part of that. So yeah, I'm hoping for that. I I don't know exactly what the future holds in that regard, but I'm, it's exciting. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. Those first, I would think the the first uh, few concerts uh, are the most memorable, right? Because it's uh, you're making this transition from recording just in front of a camera, probably in a, in a room with one or two people, uh, yeah. right? To, to trying to bond with an entire group of people out there staring. I mean, so that's gotta, that's gotta be different. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. It's very fun. It's, it's nice to connect in a deeper way. Cause I think online, like with TikTok, I mean, there's comments and there's likes and like you can connect in that sense or people messaging you, but it feels a lot different when there's someone face to face, you know, talking yeah. after a show or um, expressing what's going on with them. So yeah, it is a cool experience to be a part of. Yeah, you had, and have you been getting uh, recognized, you know, out and about at all? I mean, I would think the younger people, probably not the older people <laughs> yet, they'll know who you are soon. But I mean, I would think the younger people are 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 coming over to you, or are they leaving you alone when they see you out? Honestly, no, I've never been recognized before. I feel like I'm not, like I don't, I don't know, I'm not big enough for that yet. I'm not sure. I. I've never been talked to in that way. Or maybe people see me and they're not sure it's me. I think a lot of times there's been times where I've seen people and I'm like, was that who that was? Like sometimes if you yeah. see someone offline yeah. in real life, it's hard to tell. But yeah, no, I've never been approached. I feel like maybe I need to get into like the next tier before that, that stuff starts happening. But I would love like if anyone ever wanted to, I would love to chat with anyone. So I'm not opposed to that. But Well, I think there's that surreal level to that too. I mean, with... You, like YouTube and uh, any kind of social media, when somebody starts, you know, getting an audience, it's really different than someone who's coming off of a, let's say a movie or a TV show. 
right? You see them out, you recognize them right away, but there's something about like an internet star that is very surreal when they're out. Like you, you almost don't believe they exist outside the square, right? On your, it's, yeah, like, it's, yeah. like your it's like your third grade math teacher, right? You're, you're convinced she doesn't exist outside the classroom. There's something to that, I think, with an internet star, right? They're, you don't, you just, they exist in the box and no place else. Right. That's very true. Yeah, I've never thought about it like that, but yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> So I think seeing you probably there isn't the, the connection yet, mm -hmm. uh, which I think th there's about to be, uh, you know, when your album comes out. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's been a thrill to get, a f you know, just a few minutes. I know you're, you're busy. Your publicist definitely told me that you were squeezing me in. So I, I appreciate you, uh, you know, has taking the time to talk to me about it. Uh, and the best way for anybody who wants to connect with you is, um, follow you on TikTok or what, what, do, what do you recommend? Yeah, I'm mostly on TikTok. So I'd say that's the best place. I'm also on Instagram and then um, YouTube for some of my bigger videos, but TikTok or Instagram is probably the best. Probably the best way. Yeah. All right, well, I'll put up, make sure links get put up uh, so that they can, people can get right to you. Um, thank you. I'm looking forward to, you know, hearing your new stuff. I hope when your new album comes out and you're promoting it, you'll circle back and talk to me about it. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time and asking such special questions. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And we're going to say goodbye from the podcast. And I want to thank my guests for joining me today and encourage anyone who hasn't heard her music uh, to have a listen. So this is an insightful, talented young woman uh, who is going places. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us and have a great day. Thank you.